Welcome to the dog house on a very quiet and cold week. It's not very cold. It was like 55 today. No, it was cold. It was wet and cold where I was. It, it was, was miserable. It was very wet out here. Yeah. Then it got then it got dry and warm. I got yeah. the warm fuzzy. Yeah. yeah. I actually maybe an insulation factor, Phil. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually cleaned part of my work office today. I found stuff from 25 years ago. That could be worth some money, Phil. In brand new boxes. It's never even been opened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it like, sounds wow. like it sounds like a government organization. Yeah, it's like, geez. Now, I'd, the thing is, is the sign. You know, I work in a sign shop, if people don't know. The signs aren't like even considered like legal anymore. So here's a whole bunch of stuff that was ordered by somebody that's not good to me at all anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Like, is, yeah, it, is it the kind of thing that expires? No, it's the kind of thing that the code changes and you can't use anymore. Yeah, I see. Uh, yeah. So I have to go back and sell them to the 80s. <laughs> uh, anyways. Uh, but anyways, yeah, no, it got warm today. I was kind of happy about that. Hey, yeah. Ken, since mm-hmm. we're sitting here, I'm going to say that I am sorry for your loss. Uh, did I lose something I'm unaware of? Yes, you lost a very close friend and a, a personal um how do we say rival rival is a good word a rival yeah nemesis nemesis, Nem- is oh, nemesis better- is oh yes word. i did i do know about this you know actually it's a karma thing now phil <laughs> and you were talking about him like I'm the not- week before yeah 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 and ken speaks feel bad yeah do you feel bad? No, Ken doesn't feel bad. That was a stupid oh, question. I was, was so tired. That I, that was stupid. Stupid. I, mean, that was I know stupid. we're laughing. I know we're laughing. And if you but listen to the podcast for the last decade, it's not, you'll it's, know that it's, Ken has it's had not a funny. personal... Ken's had a personal beef with Robbie Knievel since as long as I've known Ken. I never wished him bad. No, I know that. Mm-hmm. You just uh, never wish him Ken, success either. Ken never... Ken never uh, they just they were nemesis no look you know it would have been justification if he had gone you know jumping 21 buses or something like that i think the way he went is unfortunate and i feel yeah. sorry for his family pancreatic yeah, cancer yeah that's yeah. a killer man that's the that's the big that's the big death sentence there but yeah uh, we lost robbie knievel and that and that's very sad on a couple reasons one i mean he was a jumper but that's the, also evil knievel's kid and the last of the flying Knievels, I guess we could say, or whatever. I don't know. He's got kids, I think. He's you got know, a couple boys. Any of them, I don't think any of them jump, do they? I have I, never heard I've of I've never heard of it. I don't know. I didn't know Robbie jumped until after his father passed away. That is a good point. Mm-hmm. You know what? That is a very good point. I never realized that until now. Mm-hmm. So, but, um, you never yeah, know. So we lost, we lost a... a, a a staple i guess in the motorcycle community and that's you know we don't get there's not a lot of them anymore right you know i mean if, well, if you well, were an this, american i mean you were an american evil knievel was like the man in the <laughs> 70s and early 80s <laughs> that's gonna say phil <clears throat> showing your age again <laughs> but i'm just saying he was the man it was like everybody wanted to be evil knievel he had action figures he had cartoons he had yeah. movies, movies, TV shows, special like Guinness Book of World Records would stop the world on a Friday night so he could jump over something. 
The whole world stopped. And people were like, <gasps> he was in the, every tabloid, every newspaper. He and, was on the wild probably, world. He was on the wild world of sports to tell you how yeah. long ago it was. And probably, believe it or not, with Kathy Lee Gifford. Well, with her husband, it was her husband, um, Frank Gifford. Frank Gifford. Yeah, he did, he did a lot of evil Knievel's jumps. Yeah, he did. You're right. He, yeah. he, he, actually, a lot of but the Kathy money in that football was, crew. A lot of the money because Howard Cosell did some of the jumps as well. Yes, says Howard Cosell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I actually saw him jump. His long, longest jump at uh, Kings Island at, near Cincinnati. That's where he jumped the 20 something buses. Uh, I'm looking it up right there. 133 feet, his longest jump. I actually saw it live. Live. I was there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I was like, that is cool. Maybe well, 12. Well, I mean, I see, I've seen Phil's I, longest I, jump. I broke, okay. I broke two motorcycles. <laughs> Phil's longest jump, that. 18 <laughs> inches. Okay, I've seen, it. I've seen it. I've seen it, but he wrecked. Uh, look up, and broke look two up, bones. Look up Robbie's longest. I mean, we we should be talking about, well, about yeah. Robbie. Yeah, we Robbie's should, but jump. but you know um, the bikes have changed since then. Oh yeah, dramatically. Yeah. I he, mean, like Robbie, 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 uh, Robbie Madison's probably like 133 feet. I do that doing a wheelie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, according to this, 228 feet is longest for so, Robbie. Yeah, that's a long, that's but, a long. But way. he wasn't jumping in an XR seven fifty. <coughs> what did he jump on? Did it say? Oh, he was jumping no, on. It did say he he was jumping he was, on yeah, a four fifty sure dirt bike. Yeah, yeah. something with you know twenty three inches of suspension. Yep. Yeah, something where you land, you still had a pelvis and a back. Yeah, exactly. That's fine. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I, I will say, you know, the funny thing is, is until you mentioned him the other day, we haven't heard anything out of Robbie Knievel in years. Well, now we know he had been retired. He had been yeah. he, he, but, he had been he had retired from jumping. I think in 2017 or 18. Yeah, but but I mean, even even though, but I'm just saying, like we haven't we haven't heard like a any well, my kids jumping or you know no. any tribute anything. So that's a little sad. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know how. I was a little worried about bringing it up on the show, not wanting Ken to like drop kick the ball. Yeah, we talked about it, be, you know, over the Off weekend. The air. And we, we kept, the we kept saying, about it. should we even bring this up? Because Ken could, you know, kind of spike the be, ball and not be, be nice. Ken could be heartless. <laughs> it's not like he had You guys have such a high level of respect for me. You <laughs> actually think I would there? dance on someone's grave other than Phil's? I mean, come on. I was going to say, uh, when they were asking me about my gravesite, I was like, you might as well put a wood floor on that thing for, <laughs> hey. and polish it up. Get so I, I told and that's a I, nice place to them. And I, yeah. told Phil, I told Phil I will pour one out for him on his grave. I took but Warren to where sausage, I want to be buried. Yeah, it's going to be sausage gravy, not liquor, <laughs> but I'll pour one out for him. I, I took, I, I, well, I'm going to have a boardwalk took, put on his grave. So <laughs> I took Warren to Phil's burial grounds. <laughs> I just got to finish working that out with the church that's there, but you know, maybe they can put me off to the side in the farm. Field I don't, I don't think there's any way they want to sully the ground <laughs> with your remains, Phil. I know. I'm hoping I can get buried at like, I the, mean, unless the church is being bulldozed, I don't think there's much chance. Yeah. Well, I was going to see if I could get a friend to break a water line, let him dig it up and just flip <laughs> me in right there. <laughs> yay, yay. Um, but anyways, 
Uh, yeah, so that that was like the big news of the week. Other than, I mean, let's talk about it. They canceled Supercross. Can they you can, and I they, have they, what they canceled? They canceled Supercross, and if you follow the details on exactly what happened, is they actually came in and started putting in the track in Seattle, and and they couldn't. It literally the ground what they were bringing in was washing away as fast as they could dump it. Yeah. So, you know. And I, um, I mean, I started thinking, I mean, uh, the, the mud matches at Daytona or mm-hmm. I, I liked, I liked the supercross put the up, flood. they were canceling it. The great yeah. flood in Daytona. All, all the, all the, all the people putting up means of Plessinger jumping into the mud pit, mm-hmm. uh, jumping into the mud pit, uh, during supercross a couple of years ago, but, um, Man, I I started thinking back. I I can't think of as long as we've done the show. I don't remember them canceling a Supercross. I can't think of another incident, but I think that. Well, that's you, you know again. They were able. To it's an outdoor. It. It's an outdoor yeah. event. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and if you're going to have an outdoor event, um, oh. there's oh. no reason why you can't have outdoor events in other locations, right? And that seems like that's limited to like the West coast where they have outdoor supercross events. Well, you know, well, all the, all the, the wet, lands, they have Foxborough, all the wet tracks I've seen them race on. They actually had, were able to build the tracks and then go racing. Yeah. This yeah. is kind of a weird situation where they've had so much rain out there. I mean, historic yeah. levels of rain. Like you, like you said, they yeah. couldn't even build the track. Yeah. <clears throat> that's what happens when you whine about drought all the time. Yeah. Eventually you're going to, you know you're going to get it call that crap down on yourself yeah. so so well, they was... re- they rescheduled it for february 18th so yeah. they are going to run it they're not going to cancel it they are going to run it yeah so it's going to be in between the uh tampa when they would have been off normally yeah they're they had a empty weekend between tampa on february 11th and arlington on february 25th so they're going to slip it in between those two dates which is cool. I'm glad they're not like docking it off the schedule, but you know, I mean, well, if it had been Arlington, Arlington two, three, or four, I'd been okay with donking off one of those. Yeah. But this is Oakland. I mean, it's it's a different track. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, uh, so that was kind of weird. Uh, uh, before we get into, because I know Ken talk, wanted to talk a little bit about Austin Faulkner. But I also well let's start we're on supercross. Let's talk Austin Faulkner for a little bit. His season's done. Done. Yep. Um he had he needs to have complete reconstruction of his knee. He blew out his ACL, his knee, his MCL, and um I said his kneecap, right? His kneecap um and has a variety of other things, but after you get past the complete tear of the ACL, his season was over with at that point. Uh, odds on him making any kind of a serious comeback. He will come back and he will race. But I don't know. I think he could come. I think he could come back. And I, I I mean, I I don't think, I I don't think he is young. I don't think a knee re yeah, he's young. I don't think a knee reconstruction on us on a supercross or a motocross rider is a career ender, but it's definitely a season ender. It's already been announced. He's doubtful the season. It's a six month recovery period. So that's the end of supercross. And probably motocross. Probably, oh, mo- yeah. probably, yeah, probably, probably motocross or a late start in motocross. He may yeah. miss the beginning of it. Yeah. Um, 
So that's that's a big that's a big hit. I mean, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I'm talking about all the injuries mm-hmm. uh, that Honda has. Well, now you got Yamaha guys, and I mean, Kawasaki always has Adam C and Sorolla whenever you need an injury. So, you know, I guess all I guess all the big teams. It, maybe it's just sticking out with Honda because it's they try they dominate the news cycle because the NBC hates America. Um, Doesn't like know, Australia but, either. Well, I mean, it likes them. It talks about the Lawrence brothers all the time. Yeah, but doesn't like them. I don't know. They do. I don't I, know. You know, the whole I don't. I don't think Jet Lawrence is uh, is you know. I I would I would agree that in the four fifties they definitely talk about Roxon when he's not competitive. But I don't think they 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 give that level of attention to the Lawrence brothers. So mm, it's not good. yet. Not yet. It's starting to head. I I kind of agree. We'll see. It's we'll, trending. We'll see. It is trending that way. We'll see. It is trending that way. Um. So, anyways, uh, yeah. So he he's messed up, which kind of oops, sorry, kind of puts the poo poo on the big battle in the West. Yeah. I was really looking forward to. Augur yeah. Well, they don't have they don't have cards. the they don't have the talent in the West to compete. So. Without Faulkner in there, it's going to be sort of an easy ride for Jeff, I think. Yeah. Which is just kind of poopy. Yeah. Kind of poopy. 450s is a different story, though. Yeah. I think there's a lot more competition in the... In the I, I, well, I think there's a lot of guys that can win in the 450s. Yes. I mean, yeah. at the beginning of the season, I would have included Barsha, but now that we're past Anaheim 1, I can't. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. if, he'd won, just, if he'd won Anaheim... Right, like it, before the day before the, the hours before that race, I said I'd included him in my list of people that can win. Now we're past. I can't. I mean, it's just well, he he's he's got more like six more chances to win in Anaheim, Anaheim. So don't write yeah, him but off. Yeah, only if they rename the race Anaheim one again. <laughs> <laughs> like confuse them. I think they could can be done. They could. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's there's a ton of talent there. I mean. Mm-hmm. Race-wise winning, I mean, Tomac, obviously. Sexton, Cooper mm-hmm. Webb, if he's healthy. Say, he is at the moment. Hockey. Don't say Adam C. and Cirillo. If he stays healthy, there's the possibility. Well, the, if you name his name, then yeah, he won't. I just, it's I like just, Beetlejuice. If you say his name three times, uh, he'll crash. Malcolm, yep. maybe? Uh, as a championship competitor? No, well, that's a, that's a race he's win. He's going to win. He, yeah. He, he's I thought he was winning a race last year, and he didn't. So. Yeah, he, he's got a chance at winning a race. Barsha's got a chance at winning a race. I think other than that, you you still... Well, I mean, you know, what, what I'm saying Webb, is... Webb, I think, is probably... <laughs> is probably... the Fernandez. Fernandez as well. I mean, Fernandez definitely... Webb is, is definitely somebody to look at in there, but... Unless somebody comes out different than what we've seen in the past. I mean, I pretty much think there's like almost 10 guys that can win a race. Win a race, and, yes. Yeah. Who yeah. are your and championship and competitors, you're talking right? 18, yeah, but you're talking an 18-race season. It, one, you know, if you've got 10 guys win a race, man, that makes it hard to pile up points. You have a lot yeah, of unless you're somebody who's finishing in the top three all the time. Yeah, and right. We the, say the, that's the, always the, the way. Like, that could have, I think that could have a factor. I mean... Obviously, I think Sexton can win a race. Sexton's definitely capable Tomac of winning a race. already won one, and there's more than one in him. Uh, Maybe. Cooper Webb can win a race. Cooper Webb can Cooper win a race. Cooper can win several races, I think. Maybe yeah. he can stay healthy. But, but you know what I mean? So we're, we're at three there. Uh, Brandis, and Malcolm. Brandis can definitely win a Brandis race. Brandis can definitely win a race. 
Yeah. Uh, if he stays healthy, he we'll see. Cold. We'll see whether or not we have a trend going right now where Tomac is demonstrably better than everybody else, which in Anaheim one, it looked like he was. At times. In the most important time, when he was yeah, all the way the back end, to right? eighth yeah. place and then destroyed and the field. Had, yeah, it looked like he got back as, on the 650 and took as, off. As the yeah. only personal friend of ours in the AMA Hall of Fame who's not listed, he's just in a picture, would say <laughs> the only the only time you need to be good is the last 30 feet. Yep. <laughs> hey, that's when you want to be ahead. Other yeah. than that, none of the rest of it, none of the rest of it matters. Right? You got that last lap is where you want to be. Unless, yeah, unless you're, unless you're 300 feet behind. Yeah, but that's and the last you know, thirty feet don't matter. Yeah, but that's where you want to be your best is that last lap. Um, yep. so yeah, you know, but there's a ton of talent. I, right now, it's hard to pick against Tomac, right? Although I don't think it's I don't think it's hard to pick against Tomac at all. I didn't pick no. Tomac. I picked Ferrandez to win the championship this year. Well, I mean, and I do that because I know Tomac can't string them together. That's the thing, right? And maybe I'm wrong, and he will this year. But that's that's been his history. Of course, he you know again, if he misses a payment, then that all goes out the window. <laughs> He's got to keep sending those payments to the doghouse. We keep slamming yeah, them, so yeah, he yeah. you know. So and he's behind. Motivation is expensive. He's behind. <laughs> he is behind. Uh yeah. but you know, like I, I see, I see Webb Sexton. I don't know. Anderson at times looks fast, at other times he's the Jason Anderson of 2019. I think I think he's got a he's got a chance to get a win or two. Yeah, but I don't know. It's gonna come down to who crashes win as much as anything else. I don't know. We poo poo Jason Anderson for winning a you know the lowest scoring championship. The slowest, the slowest. Yeah, the slow, the slowest and lowest scoring. I think as well. Um, I just think that um, he he's got the talent, but is he got a talent to? Pull another championship out. I don't think my he has to drive. I think he has a talent. I don't think he has. My talent. money is we get a new champion this year. Someone who hasn't won a championship before is my or my. Well, that's is. why you're picking Ferrandez. I, if Ferrandez doesn't do it now, I don't know that he ever will. I agree with that. Yep. I and I and I'm actually. I think it's this year or next year for Sexton, or, or I'd punt on him too. I agree with that too. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yep. And Rockson, I've already punted on him. I don't think he'll ever win a four fifties. No, I think those days are behind him. Yep, those days are way behind him. Yep. If he went, if he, I will be surprised if Roxon really wins happy. a race this year. I'm gonna admit it. He finished third, but this is the first race of the season. By if he doesn't win it within the first five races, he's not gonna win a race this season because he's gonna start wearing down and he's gonna start fading in the back and like he, he did. Yeah, I don't, way. I don't, I don't know if I agree with that because the circumstances can be such that you don't it's, have to. It's agree. given away. It's given away. So. I don't I don't know that he's gonna wear out so much as I just think that he's just not as fast as he used to be. And and right now he's on this new Suzuki, but it was good enough for third, so that's a good sign for him. Yeah, but I, I, I have to agree with Warren. He he hasn't finished a season in like a decade. Well, we'll see what the happens. The older you get, the harder it is to well, he, I, he I, faded a lot. And last year he by the time he got about halfway through, he started fading towards the back. And by the time the race was over, he was quite a ways. From the, the top, yeah. yeah. Anyways, um, but yeah, so I I see that being um, I see that being uh, I don't know. I was kind of bummed about the Faulkner news, and I still I was just kind of bummed that they canceled Supercross. Uh, I didn't have nothing to watch Saturday night. Yeah, it's kind of weird. And then this Saturday night, I have a to- uh, I have a toss up between my 
New York Giants playing the Philadelphia Eagles and Supercross. <laughs> I'll probably watch Supercross. At least I got. It'll, it'll be more games. entertaining for sure. I don't know. I, I my heart can't take many more Giants games. Not yeah, gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. Um. But uh. But, but before we because we only got a few minutes left. Uh, a couple of things before we punch out. Uh, last week we got about ten minutes left. Last week, or was it two weeks ago? Where I talked about um, um, somebody was it Marquez? No, oh, it was the guy from Ducati. It was one of the guys from Ducati. He was talking about I can't remember his name right now. He was talking about how the Japanese bikes aren't collecting the right data to get faster, and they're treating it like it's. 20, 20, uh, 20 years ago, like trying to build their bikes. They're trying to set them up like you used to 20 years ago, and they haven't evolved. And that's why Aprilia, Ducati, KTM are making such le- taking such leaps and bounds ahead. <clears throat> and I kind of blew it off because I'm like, yeah, you know, I, yeah, this guy might have some points, but what does he know? And then this week I was reading an article where Rossi was like saying the exact same thing, a little mm-hmm. different because he was like, hey, you know, and don't you know, and stuff like mm-hmm. that added into it. But he was saying the same thing that like the Yamahas and the Hondas are doing their data collection where they're not making the bike better. They're not they're not collecting the right data. Well, we'll have to wait and see because I, I look at you know, we didn't talk too much. We 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 talked a lot about picks in Supercross and things like that. We didn't talk a lot about MotoGP or World Superbike. It's still a little early. I figured well, I don't this know would why. have been a great week to do our picks because yeah, because I, I I mean I look at well there was some news from um um our MotoGP champion uh this week because I guess they're pushing him to make a determination whether he's gonna run the number one. And Bagnaya, you know, I guess there's been a trend recently of not running the number one in yeah, MotoGP when you win. Right? I think the last number one that ran number one in MotoGP was Marquez. I think. I don't remember him doing it. To be honest with you, the last one I could think of was was Loren- was was it Lorenzo or Stoner? I remember Stoner. No, Stoner, Stoner did. Stoner did. Stoner did. No, no, I, I don't know. I don't think Lorenzo Stoner. ever ran the number one. I think it was Stoner. Stoner may be the last one to have run the number one. Yeah, I don't remember Marquez running it. But, yeah, so. And I guess Bagnai has been going back and forth, and the, the team's trying to get him to make a commitment because obviously the team spends money on marketing stuff, and you know there's gonna be marketing materials they want to put out, and they need to know whether I'm going to put, you mm-hmm. know, his last year's number, which was yeah, what, what sixty something. Yeah, what's his livery going to be? That's well, what, I'm, yeah, they yeah. gotta they gotta figure it all out so they yeah, can yeah. market it. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna do yeah, they want to do pictures and start getting it right. That. It's not that far out. We're in January, so. Yeah. And he hasn't made the determination yet about whether he wants to run the number one or not. So, I don't think he should. I don't think he should either. I think that running the number yeah. one plate is a big jinx. Well, uh, see, I don't think that. I mean, although the red paint they use is heavy as hell, right? Yep. I mean, the, the, mm-hmm. the, the paint they paint that one in is heavy. But my mm-hmm. big thing is, is <laughs> you got to, uh, you know, uh, I look at it as a marketing thing, right? Like, you're just going to be selling these T-shirts. You're going to be selling this. You're going to be selling. Yeah. That. You want your number on it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, if you're a champion, you get to put the number one on it, and then you can sell both your regular number shirt and your number one shirt. But you won't. Yeah, you won't. Well, I would. No, I, I, I don't know, but 
I mean, I could just ask this. We don't have to do our picks in here, but what do you think the odds are that he would repeat as the MotoGP champion? None. Okay. Warren? None. I don't know. I really don't know. I'll go with none. So okay. if he's if if he doesn't, well, now he's got a teammate that's competitive, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's too so, many competitive bikes for me to say that. I, I I don't he didn't inspire me as somebody who I thought had turned a new leaf as much as somebody who hit, was hot at the right time. He was hot at the right time and he actually benefited from some people having problems that enabled right. him to catch up because he was well behind at one yeah. point. Right. So I don't know. I mean, there was some fortune associated with his championship. Yeah, well that's what right? I'm saying. You like you can't count on that. It's not it wasn't like Marquez when he had those bunch of championships in a row where it was dominant and you were like, there's no way. Yeah. He I ran away from everybody. Yeah. He I, I don't winning by more it. than a hundred points. Yeah. yeah. I don't see anybody. I don't see him being, uh, I don't see him being somebody that had that kind of season where I thought he was the most dominant rider. I never thought he was the most dominant rider. No, he was just a dominant rider at he the right like, time. He was, he was kind of like mirror. Right, yeah. he was kind of like Quadraro when they won the champ when those guys won their championships, where he hit things right. Well, there hasn't been a dominant champion since Marquez. Yeah, it's the last time that anybody had won the championship by a hundred points. Yeah. So I didn't. I don't know. Maybe those days are behind <laughs> us. We don't know. But nah, I don't. I, I don't mean, think so. I, Just I, I think the right combination of bike. I, I think a test of that th theory that Ducati has about the Japanese bikes. You know, using twenty-year-old approach to the data, yeah. will get tested this year because right. you're going to have. I think. I mean, there's a lot of pressure on Yamaha to give Quattararo a bike that's capable of winning. Yeah, and if they don't, <clears throat> and if Honda doesn't make a huge change from where they were, then I have to agree because Suzuki's gone. Yeah, but who's gonna? Who's gonna? You know. Okay, let's say, uh, and we're just kind of shooting from the hip. If mm -hmm. Honda and Yamaha can't put good bikes, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, Marquez already said that his arm's never going to fully heal. He's no, he's, he said he'll arm. never be as good as he was. Yeah, right. he'll never. So, I think he, he's so now you're he's healed as he's going to get. That, you got a couple, even, you even got with Bassanini, that, he's still better than half the field. Yeah, but mm -hmm. if you're Ducati, you got Bastianini and Bagnaia who are now going to be on the bikes, mm -hmm. right? You got, and then you got all of a sudden you got a, a card of, well, uh, Mark Marquez and Quateraro want to come because they're unhappy where they're at. You don't mm -hmm. have that many rides. No. Well, I don't know. Ducati keeps adding more rides. You may be, maybe an entire, maybe a Ducati field soon, right? I don't know. Aprilia and, well, maybe KTM. Who knows? KTM hot and cold year to year. Um, in, in the, yeah, you know what in, I'm in the, in the at the MotoGP level, they're not hot and cold. They're hot. I mean, they're cold and lukewarm. They've never had it. They've never had it. They've never had a significantly competitive bike. I mean, Brad Bender gets his one. Maybe well, Oliveira but they gets had that one. one year where each That's one it. of their each one of their top riders won. One one right. one one, one, one race. Yeah. yeah, but they're not yeah. in the top. They're not in the top three of the championship. They never have been in the yeah. in the GP. And I don't level. don't see that changing this year either. 
But I don't know. I, 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 don't know. I, I, I don't know. It's hard to make predictions about what changes in the off seasons. I think you have to wait and see. We could be in for some big surprises. And if we're not, it's going to be a relatively boring season, in my opinion. It'll be a battle between Bastianini and Bagnaia. Yeah. So, I mean, I think Honda and, and Yamaha have got to make a step up this year. Uh, the, the biggest open seat I can see is maybe the Aprilia bike that uh, Alicia Spargo is riding. Yeah. <clears throat> Not that I want to see him go, but he's getting long in the tooth. Well, he's long in the tooth, and also he's never quite got his confidence back after that bad wreck he had. Yeah. Right. So I don't know that so he'll Arguably, that's the second best bike right now. Yeah, arguably, but you, arguably. more more than likely, a satellite Ducati would would tend to be more competitive. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. It, and it typically was. I don't know. I, I'm I'm really I'm really curious. But what I'm seeing out of the testing, nothing impressive. No. From anybody. Yeah. I mean, it looks like a very kind of mediocre off season. So unless they're hiding something and I they're sandbagging, tell. I don't yeah. see things changing right now. I can't tell if they're sandbagging or, if, or like you said, it's going to be a block season. I'll yeah. be really bummed if it's going to be a block season. Yeah. If it's, like I said, if it's if it's between Bagnai and Bastianini, it's going to be a boring season. Yeah. So. And all the Ducati guys are going to be like, look how great Ducatis are. Yeah. <laughs> We're not right. in eighth place anymore. Yeah, but they still are finishing eighth place because they have the yeah. top like nine. Because there's, no, because there's 10 of them in the top 10. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hail Hawkeye. And Chris. <laughs> yeah, and Chris. Yeah. Chris. He doesn't count. Well, he's been to the Isle of Man. I haven't. So uh, he, he got more props. <laughs> he had Mary into the Isle of Man. It's all right. I never even thought of that approach. <laughs> Not going to lie. Probably would have done it. Anyways, this has been the Doghouse here on NTNRadio.com. You know, life's about choices. And I obviously made the wrong ones because I didn't marry into racing uh anyways we'll be back uh next week hopefully with some supercross to talk about hopefully the rain stops